have a lot in common some really similar experiences and some wildly different ones we met because of beer we bonded over comedy but maybe the thing we love most is bread and each other oh do we though whatever you know you love me how about you just pass the bread all right so we have two (laughs) loaves of banana bread happy national banana day bread (laughs) banana bread day (laughs) happy national banana bread day i had no idea that that was a national day me neither i i stumbled upon it when i googled february breads (laughs) because i didn't know what to make this week and i was like oh how fitting it'll come out on a day of bread we love a bread celebration day just in general yeah uh, what is your relationship to banana bread? Um, I have a lot of fond memories. Okay. Um, my mom had a banana bread recipe that she always made. Um, and it, I feel like she made it so much as a kid. Like we just had bananas going bad all the time. <laughs> um, and she would like sometimes throw the bananas in the freezer so that when she felt like making banana mm-hmm. bread, she would like dig them back out and do that later um but hers was like it was a little bit of a smaller loaf than what we're looking at here and it was very shorter what do you mean because these are like standard nine by five pans yeah but hers hers was just like a little bit smaller i don't think it rose as high Mm. um and it was like she would do things like half like whole wheat because my dad Mm -hmm. loved that Um, I would get very upset as a child like well she did a very like basic recipe like um, what you have going on here tonight is decadent Mm -hmm. uh, to the nth degree on both of these very chocolatey I'm very excited Um, I don't like banana oh so that's why (laughs) okay (laughs) I like to mask it as much as possible. I think you succeeded with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't taken a bite yet, but mm-hmm. I I do not anticipate tasting like straight banana. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, when you told me that you were making two kinds, I was like, okay, I think she's going to make the like chocolate on chocolate yeah. on chocolate one. And then I wondered if you were going to go with the savory option. Well, I wasn't. Okay. I thought about it, but then... I saw raspberry chocolate and Mm. I was like, I love that combination. And most of the recipes were for raspberry white chocolate, but I don't Mm. like white chocolate. Mm -hmm. And then I found the one for raspberry and dark chocolate. And that just felt like the right decision. Oh, I think that was a great decision. I'm very excited. But it is very chocolatey. And I did make the chocolate on chocolate, but I could not for the life of me find the recipe I normally use. And I already know this one is too dry. Mm. I've already decided before I put it in my mouth. I mean, I will. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, it's. But you know what? The I'm texture was different about with it is that um, I don't see any walnuts in it, which I feel like is something a lot of people would put in it. Correct. Like my mom liked to put walnuts in her banana bread occasionally. Okay. And I would be very distraught as a kid. You don't like walnuts? I don't like walnuts in baked goods. I don't like mm. a crunchy surprise like that when I'm not anticipating it. Oh, I do. Mm, I do not. I got Levain cookies for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. Love a taste of New York. Me too. <laughs> so many ways. Um, And one of them was their chocolate chip walnut, and it's so good. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Just saying. I love a baked walnut. <sighs> Warm nuts in general, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And you didn't even have to wait five minutes. Ah, well, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so. Yeah, there's no nuts in either of these. Love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. No problem. There's so much chocolate. A lot of chocolate. So that first one is, yeah, I I found with both of them when I poured the batter into the pins, usually it's a little more cakey, a little more runny. And these were just 
thick. They were thick from the get. And I just felt like I even added a little bit of milk to the chocolate one because I was like, I need some moisture. And I just didn't get it. The other thing that I didn't have going for me was, again, usually we have bananas and they go bad all the time. And I always have like great, disgusting bananas for this bread. I didn't this time. So I bought bananas last week, put them in a brown bag, try to ripen them as much as possible. They still weren't ripe enough. So then I did the oven ripening method, which is heating them in the oven until they turn black. Oh. And then they got soggy and that releases the juices or the sugars and that's where you get that sweetness. But again, they weren't like authentically Mm. overripe bananas. So that's probably part of the problem too. (laughs) Well, I've tried both of them now. Okay. And um, you were right about the chocolate on chocolate. Mm -hmm. It is dry. Yeah. (laughs) It is quite dry. I could tell. Like I pulled it out 15 minutes early. They said an hour to an hour and 15. I pulled it out in an hour expecting it to have doughy in it. The the knife came out clean and I was like, oh, Mm. there's not even a chance that it's not dry Mm -mm. because usually this is usually my go-to bread because it comes out cakey and fudgy and it's so good and this is very like you also have the end piece i do the middle's a little better but still it's not what you want it to be well and i will say like on this one like especially i I grabbed yeah the corner like end piece Mm -hmm. it is cake Mm-hmm. Like the texture is also yeah. cake. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel it doesn't like a feel bread like at bread. all. No, but the flavor is nice. It's very chocolatey. I can't taste a hint of banana. There's chunks of banana in because that's also my other thing. Don't puree the banana all the way, so you get oh. like actual pieces of banana. Interesting, because it keeps it more more little bit more moist, mm-hmm. which is a word you all wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, however. This raspberry dark yeah. chocolate one How's is that? so good. Okay, good. And the like pop of raspberry mm-hmm. is so nice. It is super moist. Mm-hmm. This is a great piece of bread. As God intended. Yep. Damp. Okay, good. <laughs> this is a new one for me. And this one has more traditional. It's like got cinnamon and like those kind of flavors in it. Mm-hmm. The chocolate one is literally just like dark chocolate, cocoa powder, flour, sugar, salt, also, the chocolate one is white sugar. The mm-hmm. raspberry chocolate is brown sugar. Okay. Makes a big difference, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I always prefer, like, brown sugar mm-hmm. with that type of thing. Uh, what is your history with banana bread? Is that something that was always happening in your house? I mean, I feel like my mom did make it often. She definitely didn't. As we, uh, I don't know. As far as I remember, I don't remember like a go-to great delicious banana bread. But I also don't – I never liked bananas. Mm-hmm. So I have a really hard time with banana bread. And I don't like when pastry cases have banana bread in it next to like their croissants or anything else because mm-hmm. I can taste the banana and mm-hmm. I hate that. Okay. I hate the cross-pollination of banana flavor – in something that's not supposed to taste like banana. <laughs> <laughs> so the hatred for banana is strong and alive. Very. That's, uh, it's funny because that's how I feel about, like you said cross-contamination and I instantly thought of in high school, I worked at a chocolate shop. Okay. And I would get so annoyed and like frustrated if, um, the mint chocolates were by certain things because Mm. I could also like Mm -hmm. I could tell what other chocolates had been sitting like by the mint meltaways when everything was like kind of solidifying or whatever because it was like a strong flavor yep it just like permeated everything Mm -hmm. and it I hate getting that like slight hint of something like that yeah and being like that's what I'm saying like you you get like a croissant or you get something that's just not supposed to have banana in it and just the like ambiance of banana is enough to be like (laughs) fuck this like (laughs) i am i know it's black history month but i am (laughs) for segregation (laughs) for pastry cases okay like 
put the banana in their own closed off section. <laughs> mm. The yeah. I really love raspberries with this. I've never had okay. raspberry and banana bread. Me neither. I am very into it. Okay, good. It's so good. Good. I'm excited for you to <laughs> try that. I'm working on it. <laughs> I got the end on this one. Okay. And so there's not a lot of raspberry, but mm. I'll dig into it. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it was like it was interesting making them side by side because the basics are all kind of the same. Two different kinds of sugar. All the, in the other ingredients were the same except for cinnamon and the raspberry. Okay. Was there... Is this butter or oil? Butter. Okay. Lots of butter. Um, the raspberry one was like a creamed room temperature butter creamed with the brown sugar. Oh. The chocolate one was six tablespoons of melted butter. Interesting. Mixed in with the sugar and egg. They both have two eggs. But like, I don't know... I just don't know what it was about tonight because, again, the batter for both of them was a little denser than usual. Yeah. Usually it pours in kind of. Mm-hmm. And this was definitely like scooped in and like jiggled to try to level it yeah. kind of a thing. It wasn't – I don't know. Again, this isn't the nor- the usual chocolate one that I use and I don't know what the difference is. They also both have – they called they both called for sour cream or Greek yogurt, so they both have Greek yogurt in them. Okay. One of them has a tablespoon. Uh, one of them has three fourths cup. Oh, that's a that's different. Huge difference. Which okay. So the dry one, so the uh, chocolate one has a tablespoon of uh-huh. it. The raspberry one has three fourths cup. Okay. Was there a reasoning in that chocolate recipe for why a tablespoon because like that's a very weird amount to me like what is the science of adding a tablespoon of greek yogurt yogurt, a tablespoon of milk what and then the melted butter the eggs and the sugar and that was like the wet mixture that got all the the vanilla yeah that's not a lot it's not enough it's not enough no Um, okay yeah (laughs) <laughs> I did I tell you about I think it was like sometime last year I tried to make uh, a banana bread that was like a little bit like healthier like it was mm. Greek yogurt and um, I know it was like some whole wheat flour and was it oats were also in there I think and I hated it like it was so bad like it Mm. did not turn out well and I don't know was it the flavor or like a texture thing it was a texture thing like it just I think maybe it didn't have like enough binding Mm. like things in it or something where it was just it was so heavy and it like never rose and it was just like this like stodgy I guess for lack of a better word um thing that I threw in the trash after trying one bite. <laughs> well, I'll give this chocolate one to the child and she'll eat it happily. She won't even oh, yeah. care. But no, this I'm very into this raspberry situation. I'm excited to get a different slice with more raspberry. Mm-hmm. Mine is mostly just chocolate and bananas. <laughs> Not what you want. Not my favorite things. <laughs> Why are you eating it? Just got another slice. It's fine. <laughs> The, the way my life has been going lately, this is, like, such a nice break. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I appreciated uh, the end of last week. I got this, like, text from you of you being all muddy, being like, <laughs> I just plumbed. <laughs> um, yeah. So you were, you know, why call a plumber when you have YouTube and like mm-hmm. some tools that you know how to use and you're Kaylee and you can just like figure <laughs> shit out and are an inspiration to us all. An inspiration feels like a very strong. You, you wrote back that I was an inspiration and I wanted to die. <laughs> um, it's just about, you know, handling shit. <laughs> Which you're so good at. <laughs> I came over here tonight I mean, and I was all like, pissy and annoyed because my like router quit working and i was just like "Ah, this is the worst it's all perspective you know yeah (laughs) everyone's problems are their own and they're equally great to everyone that they happen to 
or something. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been like a touch stressful, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Yeah. Like most of my like household life things are falling apart, you know, in the middle of like starting this new job and everything else. So it's just been a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. <laughs> I made two mediocre loaves of banana bread tonight. So, you know. That's a win, I think. <laughs> I think that's definitely a win. Um, I would say one of them is mediocre and one of them is very good. Um, Excellent. That was when you texted me what you were going to make and then you were like, I'm making two kinds. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, this is like another podcast first where you're you're doing two different kinds of bakes. Yeah. And Well, I had so much confidence in the chocolate one. <laughs> And so I'm glad I didn't. I made an alternative because it did not turn out the way I was hoping. Mm. What because was... I like make it all the time. I have to find that other recipe. I don't remember what the difference is. Honestly, I think there's probably more butter, and I don't. There's gotta be more moisture. Yeah, something. Because it was like you know, because it's like when you're stirring, it's like stir just till it comes together. Like with banana breads and stuff, like quick breads, you don't want to like over stir. You're not trying to get it like super smooth. Yeah. And it was like thick and i was just like oh no <laughs> something's not right mm. well it was funny because i had thought for a second that i was like oh if you're doing two different bakes like maybe i should like do one i didn't because i knew you were super busy and i was like i don't want all of the burden to be on you and then i was like mm, i have no ripe bananas <laughs> that i mean that was part of it too like i never don't have shitty bananas and then of course i'm like oh now so i bought them I don't know. I tried to find the yellowest ones I could Thursday. So, and then I put them in a brown bag and I left them on top of the oven every time I cooked. So it was warm and they were supposed to do the thing. And I opened the bag today and I was like, well, y'all are still solid. (laughs) (laughs) I got the hardiest bananas. Thank you. GMO <laughs> pesticide preservative whatever the fuck's in this because y'all are just staying put but like that was the first time I ever tried to ripen them in the oven and it did work like it was shocking like when you peeled it you could smell the sugars and stuff like that had broken down as it internally cooked basically yeah. I don't know but I definitely prefer the OG ripening method yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, I remember, I feel like every time I opened the freezer growing up, there was, like, a Ziploc bag yeah. with, like, six black bananas in Same. it, just, like, ready for... Yeah, they do say, like, you can freeze them once they go bad, or I read today when I was reading all this that if you have bananas that kind of gross on your counter, if you put them in airtight um, container, they'll hold for, like, eight weeks in your refrigerator. What? And I was like, whoa, whoa. Huh. I had no idea. That's like, I found out about the whole, like, okay, you know how quickly avocados go bad. Yeah. The whole thing where it's like, once they're ripe, if you put them in a container, like, in water, in the fridge, it can be, like, covered or uncovered, and they're fully submerged in the water, they will stay perfectly ripe for, like, days on ends. Like, I did it and what? kept them ripe for a week. I didn't know this. Yes. And it was, like, a perfect avocado when I cut mm. into it. So I had two of the best avocados last week. I bought them when I bought the bananas. Yeah. And they were, I was like, what? They were so good. They're so hard to get right. Uh-huh. So... So I had to eat a lot of guacamole. <laughs> well, now you know. Just submerge it in water, stick it in the fridge Face for down. a little while. Yeah. After you slice it. No, before you slice it. Oh, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, the whole avocado. Oh, I thought you meant once you cut Mm-mm. into it. Mm-mm. When I cut into it, I then like wrap it in saran wrap and then put it in another like air kite But it still container. It still isn't it the same. Goes so quick. But it's also like one of those things where what was I? Oh yeah, because I was doing like avocado toast with like eggs for breakfast mm-hmm. the other week. So I had bought like three or four avocados. Yeah. And I tried to do it at like varying stages of ripeness. But two of them got ripe at the same time, so I just, like, threw them in the water and was able to use them, like, into the weekend. 
which never happened to me I before. I wonder what the water, I guess that just seals out the air. I think so. Hmm. And so it just kind of holds it. What a lovely life hack. Yeah. Same with the banana. Did you learn it on TikTok? Yes. I had a fucking <laughs> feeling. I feel like TikToks are notorious for like, you can clean your stove with this weird fucking thing you didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. So you follow life hack TikTok too? No, it just like shows up. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get these random like baking, like cooking ones. <laughs> I think I've like sent them to you before uh-huh. where I'm just like, ooh, bread. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, how often are you on TikTok? I mean, at least once a day. Okay. At some point. But like, I remember when I first downloaded it. What was it? It was in 2020. It's <laughs> a long time ago. Like, it was so addictive so fast. And I was like, I've never spent time like this on, like, a social media app before. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of more of, like, I feel like it's that thing where it's like, oh, I need to disassociate. Go check out for a second. Yeah. Yeah. I need to, like, not be present in my life. So I'm just going to, like, go on TikTok and do whatever. And now it's like, "Ah, I won't stay on it that long. But there are always, like, funny things that will pop up. Huh. So fascinating. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I think I went through a very short phase of, like, oh, TikTok's inter- like entertaining, interesting, whatever. I just, like, lost all interest. And I'm so, so annoyed by Instagram for, like, mm, trying to replicate it. Yeah. Because on my feed, especially because I follow so many comedians, they all yeah. post videos. Well, they're all reels now. Like, that's just, like, how it's done. Yeah. And so it's just clip after clip and I'll like click on one because I want to actually watch it. And then it just like it's a fucking feed of videos about like filters, like just not even people I follow. Yeah. I don't want to see any. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's so infuriating. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Yeah. I Instagram shouldn't try to be what it's not. It's annoying. I swear if I didn't have this comedy stuff, I would like not. I'm over social media. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. I'm at my capacity for it. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. I'm just like, if I didn't have to promote shit, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's that. And like, the, I feel like one of the only things I use it for anymore is also... Your like, travel vlogging? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And checking out, like, new restaurants. Like, I yeah, also feel like that's that how you thing. get your, like, updates now. Yeah, it's true. From the restaurants themselves is the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, I just sent you one yesterday. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a place that I see on Instagram. We should go. We should go. Exactly. So there is that. Yeah. I don't know. It's such a weird world to navigate at this point well it is but i also feel like my yeah the only time that i've been consistently posting on social media has been when i've been traveling Mm -hmm. and it is i think that's because like the stuff i want to remember but like everything else feels pointless yeah so it's i don't know i just like can't even like even you and i like we were we would be semi-consistent on like taking a selfie or whatever now we're just like i don't even fucking care we used to have so many pictures together so many (laughs) and now we're like i don't want to be in a photo do you want to be in a photo i'm not in the mood to be in a photo like who am i who is this for like who is this to be Uh shown to why are we doing this why yep (laughs) (laughs) and it has nothing to do with you like literally people at shows that all like try to start taking and i'm like i'm gonna excuse myself like i don't i don't even want to be associated with people (laughs) or perceived i think that's also the thing (laughs) i don't know like my show on wednesday was like i don't know it was great and kind of a big deal for amber and everything and they were all taking photos together after the show and i was like i'll take them (laughs) Whatever I have to do to not be in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Amber texts me. She's like, girl, we didn't get any photos together. And I was like, oh, sorry. Darn. <laughs> I don't photograph well. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think I've been photographed with my child in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> 
People won't even know she had a mom. <laughs> when I die, it'll be like, here's me giving birth. It'll be like, here's Kaylee and Juniper up to age six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much uh, content. We'll and... take, we take selfies for one audience member only. And <laughs> that's it. Those are all of the photos of us. And it's usually like in bed. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? We're here. (laughs) Or the car. Like those are the only two places anyone will think I spend any time with. Well, that's probably true, actually. (laughs) That was one of the things I realized I was going through my photos a month or two ago because I was trying to pick out like what I wanted on a gallery wall. And I think I was sending you some of the photos then because like I came across this oh, one yeah. of you and Juniper where I was like, hey, remember that time we went to Mammoth Caves and just <laughs> did like a road trip spontaneously yeah. on like a Saturday? Um, but I realized when I was scrolling through those photos, I was like, oh, I used to take so many selfies or like, mm. oh, hey, I like did my hair cute today or here's a red lip or a lot of them I was kind of like oh I know exactly who I sent these to yeah but it was I realized I was like I don't do that anymore ever yeah that is not a thing I mean I don't know The, the compulsion to post like and it also became like I don't know what the word is but like not cool to post selfies Mm -hmm. like you needed a posed photo against a fucking wall or whatever (laughs) so like selfies became uncool like whatever yeah socially Mm -hmm. so then like then we're definitely not taking it like what are we gonna do we're not posting them and i don't have someone following me around getting my good angles so (laughs) i just don't exist Is that what I need to be doing? I think I've tried. I I have tried. You've tried. Like, no one. I don't. I literally do not take a good photo. I, yeah. I can. You don't. You can't disagree with me. No, I can. I was going to say, I can attest to this because (laughs) I remember one night we were at a bar and you looked so cute and I kept trying to take a photo and I would look down at what I had taken and just be like, Kaylee, how? (laughs) How did you fuck up? this photo (laughs) by existing Uh, it's bad even like I had um this girl Lindsay uh shout out Sunget Studios anyways I had her come photograph the show on Wednesday and she does like all a ton of like headshots and show photos and whatever and I had her do the discon shows a couple months ago because I needed, I needed like B-roll footage and show, and I was like trying to put together like some stuff, and I was like, and I like I don't want you to take photos of me, but I need you to take photos of me because I have to show myself like working in this. And it's not her fault. <laughs> I was garbage in ninety-five percent of them <laughs> because I was very, very, very aware uh-huh. of her at all times. Like, I couldn't just be, like, doing my thing. Like, I knew where she was at all times. And as soon as I knew the camera was pointing at me, I was just like, <laughs> Like, stupid. You get this very specific look in your eye. <laughs> it's called being an idiot. It's, it's the look of an idiot. But she did it, like, and this, so this last week I had her come. She's like, do you want photos of you? And I just looked at her and she was like, okay. And then I saw her taking photos of me, like scanning someone in. And I was just like, and sure enough, I got the Dropbox folder. And I'm just like, I don't know what it is, but I don't like being photographed. That's fair. I feel like if someone was around me with a professional camera at this point, I would just be like, I'm leaving. I'm just yeah. exiting. Or like when groups of girls want to pose or mm. even just groups of comics want to pose. Like I already know I've ruined the photo <laughs> by being in it. Like I don't know how to stand. I don't know how to look. I don't know how to smile. Like that's one thing you've said. Like just smile. And I'm like I literally don't know how. <laughs> And then I usually say something in the lines of like, just think of New York. And I get there's like a half second and I can't get it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just stupid. Then I'm like, well, maybe if I don't smile so big, but then I just look smug or I look like, I don't know. That made me think of um, this past week. I went to go see Hassan Minaj mm-hmm. at um, TPAC, which was honestly a really good show. And I uh, I don't know. I, f- I feel like he made me laugh a lot more than I have recently at some Do you know he shows? calls himself Hassan? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hassan Minhaj, I think is. Yeah, it's not like we're all like Hassan Minhaj and he's like Mm -hmm. Hassan. Yeah, he referred to himself quite a few times Mm -hmm. during the show. I think he's trying to correct it. Uh He's been on a campaign. He went on Dax's podcast to like be like, this is how my name is pronounced. You know what was really funny is his (laughs) opener who traveled like from L.A. Who was his opener? Fucked it up. Uh, I cannot remember her name. It's not someone I'd ever heard of. That's going to annoy me now. Mm. Um, but his, it's so interesting how he uses like media in his shows. Oh yeah. Like remember how he did it with Homecoming mm-hmm. King? He does. It's this... become a very, mm-hmm. well, did you watch that new, um, oh God, the new special on HBO, uh, the white trash. Why can't I think of, who... uh, Moses. It's so good, but it's all, it's all props kind of now. Oh, interesting. Like, socially, Neil Brennan does it. Okay. Bo Burnham does it. Like, mm-hmm. just using more than just... Hassan's more like big screen displays, though, right? Yes. Yeah. That is still the thing. Uh, but he had this whole bit about, like, picture day and <laughs> and how that's now, like, his daughter still has a picture day. And he's like, Why? Why does this still exist yeah. when I have a thousand photos of her in my pocket yeah. right now? It's like, I know. Junipers this year were hilarious. <laughs> she wore a bow and then someone didn't fix the bow and it's sticking straight out of the side <laughs> of her head. And I'm like, oh no, we don't do retakes in this house. Like, that's the one. That's, that's the framer. <laughs> that's what you're stuck with. Yeah. And I mean, like, that is kind of the whole thing where it's like you get one shot. To take the photo. Well, yeah. And back in the day, that used to be like the only professional looking photo yeah. your family had of you. And you would get that like tie dye backgrounds thing. Like, like the blue suede looking yep. gray, blue gray swirl. Yep. <laughs> Did you ever have, well, you didn't do like traditional school. I didn't, but <clears throat> my homeschooling co-op mm, would have like. higher life touch? Life touch yeah. to come in and do it. So it would be like a night where we would all like come down and do that Mm -hmm. i have a very memorable one i think i was six or seven and like my two front teeth are missing and i'm just like cheesing at the camera yeah hard i have some pretty great ones i also remember like third fourth grade they started doing like a traditional like blue background one in the fall and then spring photos you got a different one but it'd always be like a scenery yes and like there's like one i think i'm like my hands are like up against a fake tree like <laughs> posing and then like there's one where i'm holding like a flower basket like there's these like weird props it's so i don't know mm. i remember one time i think it was yeah i was seven because i got these cowboy boots when i was seven <laughs> my mom we did this whole like went to jc penny mm-hmm. and like did the pose thing and i had red cowboy boots a red cowboy hat and like this like <laughs> i don't know where's that thing well, i want that version of i you to will go out on the town with god <laughs> can you please get a new pair of boots i was like i will show you that picture i will not recreate it <laughs> that seems unfair <laughs> can you imagine like if i just showed up to us going out in cowboy boots i would like what would you do i would be stunned <laughs> but also so excited you'd be like this night is gonna get wild i don't yeah know what's i about would to insist on some weird shit happening yeah if you're gonna dress like that like you must be ready for like new ventures <laughs> <laughs> i had one year i think it was kindergarten where I didn't have bangs, and then I got gum stuck in the front of my hair, so then I had to get bangs because they had to cut it out. But it was also, like, 1991 or 90, mm-hmm. whatever. So feathered bangs were very 
I think very I've seen much this photo. in style. Well, there's a few years. I have a few years of bangs as a young kid, but what happened on this one was like so it was like the classic where my mom would like divide my bangs in half and roll the front half forward and the other the top half backwards and then tease it so it was like this whole collage of curly poof on the top of your head but picture day was also a rainy day so they got kind of messed up and so my solution before I went in for my photo was just to take the palm of my hand and rub it really good (laughs) like right in the front of my head to just like get it back yeah get that body back get that hairspray <laughs> activated and it's a photo for the books for sure <laughs> and i think i had like houndstooth black and white like suspenders on or something like i don't know or a vest maybe i don't know it's My really mom. funny because i can see juniper having that exact same logic like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, her hair is out of control. Mm-hmm. I try to get it trimmed this weekend because her it's just knotted all of the time. Uh-huh. She refuses. And it's like to her butt again. It is. It is so long. <laughs> it is a sitting hazard. A hundred percent. I would. Yeah. When I wash her hair, it goes like when we wash our hair, sure, like hair falls and goes down our butt crack. That's like a known thing yep. that we all experience. Her attached hair goes down her butt crack. (laughs) (laughs) It's a it's a thing. Mm. Mm. I'm glad you went to that show though. Yeah, without me, it every time I go to a show without you, it does feel like I'm cheating on you. You are. I yeah. It doesn't feel that way for no reason. You're right. (laughs) You're right. Just always feels a little off, and I don't like it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a lot lately, just so well, you know. Well, <laughs> the other time was not my fault. I can't help it. I'm sorry. You can't I'm keep all your comedy shows, shows on the straight. nights of your show. <laughs> you mean the show you bought tickets for? Six fucking months ago. I know. I know. So long ago. In all honesty, like, you didn't... I don't feel like you missed a stellar show. No. I we're talking about Whitney Cummings yeah that's more for the spectacle oh there was such a spectacle (laughs) I mean to hear Amber describe it after the fact Mm -hmm. and like the green room and and I was just like this woman yeah (laughs) she got one of her friends to come out and like sing one of her favorite songs and then she took off her bra and threw it at him on while his wife was watching this is what I learned his wife was like right there watching and she like sexually Mm -hmm. this could be controversial i don't think we have enough listeners that even care about comedy but like i feel like she's doing this power play to like be the sexual assaulter oh as like this like because she was attached to so many like men who are attached Mm -hmm. to like sexually inappropriate behavior and she's doing this thing to try to, like, level the playing field or something. It feels very intentional where she'll, like, she posts a ton of videos from her shows after the shows of just, like, grinding her crotch in men's faces. Like, doing all these things, like, men are not allowed to do anymore uh-huh. because of societies, you know, <laughs> I don't know, calling them out on it. And she's, like actively doing the things they can't do and i don't know if it's like a fuck you to them or if it's a fuck you to cancel culture i don't know what she's trying to prove by doing it but there's a lot of like overt sexuality in ways that men definitely are not allowed to behave anymore that's interesting because she was so closely attached to crystalia Mm -hmm. she's in that scene she was in those rooms like she came up with that whole crowd yeah it's a weird dynamic because she so immediately flipped when every all the allegations against him came out she flipped hard immediately immediately and then she immediately started surrounding herself by tons of female comedians yep and bringing them into her house and constantly showing them on her instagram thing and what's been interesting is they all last a couple months and then you don't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm so curious if, like, they're burnt out and being, like, like burnt out on whatever she's trying to do with them 
or just like it feels like this very like I love women I support women I'm on the women's side like we can fuck with men now it's our like it feels very strange to me yeah because I remember like she took Taylor Tomlinson out for a while and they were like together all the time and then all of a sudden like yep boom nothing yep she did it with Esther Uh she did it with so many um oh I can see all their faces right now but like there's that probably I could think of probably seven to ten different female comedians that have like come through in waves that she attaches herself to and then suddenly they're like okay we're just gonna go back to how we were before yeah I don't know it's weird it is but I'm always like the extent that the extent to which she's involved in like animal rescue is mm-hmm. also like a thing for me <laughs> where I'm a little bit like well, she's very openly codependent uh-huh. <laughs> and it's also one of those things where I'm just like mm, if you get along better with animals than you do people like there are some yeah. issues there she's broke off engagements uh-huh. now she's dating an emergency animal vet yep like I don't know and you know whatever it all types find their people or their matches but she would be i hate to say like oh she's a lot or whatever like you just can't ha- like i hate when people say that about women but like she's a lot she's a lot for anyone mm-hmm. and it takes a very specific kind of person to like roll with that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i ever get so famous i guess whitney's <laughs> about to cancel me for talking shit but whatever <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a comedy mogul someday. I guess I we'll guess I'll scrub this episode. episode. <laughs> I don't know because like what's weird is like five years ago I thought she was pretty funny. Yeah, and it's just been like this really weird progression, and I don't know what direction it's going in. And I also get really annoyed that she's attached herself really firmly to Dave Grohl and I just don't want him to be tainted by her. <laughs> <laughs> he's like untouchable and she's just mm. <laughs> getting too close yeah mm. I mean he can handle his own but like don't take all the good things away from me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's just such a perfect specimen, you know? Yeah, I've 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 heard I you know say you have that. No affection towards No, I have no opinion whatsoever. <laughs> like nothing. But have you ever like <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you didn't grow up listening to the Foo Fighters? I did not. <clears throat> We've talked about my lack of a musical I know. education. I know. But like, <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's just like so cool. And <laughs> <laughs> you should listen to his audiobook. You're really and... convincing me right now. <laughs> I know. I know. I need to chill. He's a great pair wait he has a great ass and certain pair of jeans i don't know what i was trying to say never mind yes i photographed his butt okay i would expect nothing less of a true fan 100 percent. anyways moving on from shit talking whitney Cummings. You know what we haven't done in a while? What haven't we done? I don't done? think we've done it this entire second season. Because oh. we've just had so much to talk about. Yeah, we've had so many like we've scintillating had... conversation points. Clearly. Clearly. You guys have like been resubscribing in droves. <laughs> <laughs> You've been sharing this with all of your friends and convincing them that much like I try to convince people that Dave Grohl is an angel. Mm. You've clearly that had our this. podcast is <laughs> one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't pulled those cards. Oh yeah, we haven't done that in a little well, bit. We have different cards too. Oh. Um, we have the ones from Esther Perel. 
Which, if you're not familiar, where should we begin? It's a great mm. podcast. <laughs> if you want to get familiar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By great, and, um, I mean. Whew. She digs into some things. Mm-hmm. She really gets in the the therapy shit. Uh, but there's a it's a game, but we're just gonna pull cards from it because we're not we're not playful. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. We used to be. We used to be. It's we used to take selfies gone. and be playful, and now we're just <laughs> just whatever. We're just making it through. We're surviving. <laughs> um. But I pulled this card, and I think it's kind of a funny thing. I don't have an answer yet, but I'm going to th- try to think of one. Okay. Um, I'll let you go first. As usual. Oh, whatever. It's mm. been a year. You can handle it. <laughs> we haven't been doing this podcast a year yet. Almost. Uh, almost. Hey, we're going to have a huge <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually make pretzels this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should do a redo yeah. for the first that would be fun. That would be nice. Yeah. It is my turn to bake next. All right. Mm. Okay. The thing that makes me hard to live with is. Oh. What do you think? Because you've had roommates. You've not lived with a partner. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think living with you would be pretty easy. But you're looking at me like, no fucking way. Uh, I think, I mean, well, one of my former roommates occasionally listens to this podcast. Actually, that would be kind of funny because the first year, she and I lived together for two years. We were in like a four-man. This was in college. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first year we really disliked each other and it was like bad like i think she saw maybe one of the worst sides of me that is possible Hmm. so if i put myself in that headspace well i'm not the same person i was at 18 thank god um well first of all that was very nice thing for you to say so thank you i was not expecting that as far as oh i mean i just think you're like you're like a keep to yourself person Mm -hmm. like in those ways i can read a room so well yeah i know when to go i can't i i don't feel like that's the same with me (laughs) (laughs) i i think what would be hard about living with me is that i have really high standards yeah i think you'd be particular about some things (laughs) um and i i would be that person who would be um very easily annoyed where it's just like put the dish away yeah 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 like that i can see yes um but as far as like everything else like i'm not gonna be in someone's space if they don't want me in their space i'm gonna like No, I th- I think the main thing is that. So the thing that would make it hard to live with you would be your particular ways of cleanly cleanliness expectations. I think so. Tidiness. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be that would be probably the thing that would like come up the most, or like I think me the way that I kind of handle conflict. Hmm. is not always the best like if i was annoyed about something i would like stuff it down and then get resentful mm-hmm. and it would take a lot for that to come how to would the that surface come to, yeah how what form would that take when it finally uh it would it would look like me thinking about something for probably two to three weeks to make sure that how i was feeling <laughs> was like accurate and not like an overreaction on my part because i I hate overreacting. Okay. And so it would kind of be like, let me think through this. And a lot of the times when I do that, I think through it so much that I like think myself out of a confrontation Mm -hmm. and I put it all kind of like on me. But after a while that builds to a point where then, (laughs) then we have a like straw that breaks the camel's back situation where Mm -hmm. I snap and I'm done. But what does that look like? (laughs) Um... Like, how would you confront a person you're living with after three weeks of them doing something that annoyed you? 
I think I would like lay out like I would like go through the entire thing and be like this is how I'm feeling this is why I'm like feeling this way and this is what I'm going to need you to do to like work through this and I'm not going to get like emotional about it because I don't like it's going to be more of a like let's think through this together not like let's sort our feelings out about it (laughs) and like because yeah I remember Mm -hmm. uh this particular roommate and I like (laughs) things got so bad between us at one point that we were like okay like let's just go like grab coffee and like talk this out because it was there was so much tension when one of us would come into the room that it was like super stressful but we both handled it the same way where we were just quiet so it was just cold and like Mm -hmm. we wouldn't really interact our desks were right next to each other and it would just be this like constant tension terrible it was awful it was stressing both of us out and so we were like all right let's just go like talk it out and i remember (laughs) we were sitting at like the city cafe in chattanooga and we were basically just like i don't like you and i remember (laughs) she was like yeah i don't like you either and i was like okay we still have to live together for another four months and we can't keep doing this so like what are we gonna do and we talked it out and like that completely changed our friendship because we both saw each other like trying to work on the thing and she's now Mm. like the person I trust the most in the world because I'm like you've seen the absolute like worst side of my garbage version I've been mean to you (laughs) and you know she was also mean to me I would never ever tell a person that I don't like them yeah that's insane to me it was this is the only time I've ever done that I could I cannot imagine (laughs) it was like I think I don't know I mean that story I'm like proud of that story now because of how Mm -hmm. it turned out but I think there have been a lot of friendships that I have like walked away from Mm. at some point because I was like nope you heard you hit a certain limit with me and like I'm I'm done Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think I think it would be hard to to live with me in that regard. <laughs> Risking her no longer liking you. <laughs> or just yeah, I think I think that's why it's important for me to like when I think about like a living with someone, like a partner. Yeah, have you envisioned what that looks like? Mm, a lo- like that's I think, a lot of like compromise and adjustment. I mean, I've lived by myself for a long time mm-hmm. now. I'm used to my space being the way that it is yeah um but I think that I would need someone who would like push me to like interact a little bit like not in a aggressive way but like more in a like hey I feel the tension what's going on what are you thinking like just mm. kind of that a little bit of a like engaging I think with in it. a healthy relationship you kind of have that yeah you you have to establish that communication before you're living together ideally but yeah yeah no, it's something I think about where I'm like, I think that's a healthy thing for me to have a little mm-hmm. bit of like that pushing. But I also think <laughs> a future partner should have a certain level of chill, tidiness mm-hmm. and order mm-hmm. and organization. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to need <laughs> someone in a similar mindset, even if they're not the same, similar vein. Yeah. Well, that's like, okay, I know the answer to this i believe um but i've been watching the second season of love is blind okay have you i'm you that's old right no the second season like just came out oh remind me what love and they go is that the circle pod they go into the pods they don't see each other then whenever they get to the i didn't know there was a new american version i think i've seen some in other languages yes there's like a japanese one and one in brazil i think okay um i definitely don't have i love a good caption which you hate captions i love a good caption on an english show but not i, I hate captions <laughs> I know on an you, english show i know you do <laughs> i'm a big fan of them um but i'm not gonna sit through like brazilian reality love mm-hmm. tv <laughs> um, okay i have not seen the new love is blind okay so the new love is blind is out and it's you know it's a hot mess i can't tear my eyes away from and i okay. thoroughly enjoy it um, but one of the things that keeps coming up is like once they get out into the real world, I feel like so many of the couples where I'm like, did you guys not talk about like 
cleanliness or how you prioritize money or like mm-hmm. any of the daily life things like yeah. you were all focused on like the emotional well, aren't connection aren't they only talking for like five days or something it's like yeah it's like a week or 10 days that or something like that it's so insane. insane you're not gonna be like so what are your daily cleaning habits i like- 100 would be asking some <laughs> questions like that like i would be like tell me about like your house like what are your priorities like it's even things of like yeah but you how you often would go into that situation so differently than these people that want to be on tv <laughs> uh you are correct but i think yeah i think that is one of those things where it's like that is your daily life shit like you have to be compatible to a certain degree mm-hmm. with it or like i know i'll have to compromise like some things for sure wait so you were gonna ask a question though because you're like i think i already know the answer to this yeah which is have you watched season oh, two of love is blind it? and i was like i'm pretty sure no i'm not know that you have not got it so no but i yeah i yeah there is i mean like like matt and i have changed so much our house was always very much in order and then everything went so sideways and now it's just fucking chaos yeah and it's like coming back from like like i used to like i was so particular about like how i decorated and how things looked and where things went and everything had a place and da 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 da. and like the last i don't know four or five years it's just been so much chaos that we've lost it all. And, like, I have no idea how to get it back. Yeah. <laughs> like, none. But I've also never been, like, the like the tidiest. And, like, in terms of my clothes, it's a huge problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have never used a dresser. My mom – here, see, my mom used to clean my room. Yeah. And did all my laundry yeah. and did all my stuff. So, like, I went out into the world completely unprepared. Mm-hmm. She did you no favors. <laughs> None. None. And so, like, that part is hard. But then, like, what I appreciate, though, is someone who's the opposite. Because, <laughs> because part of it is, like, if you're exhibiting that behavior... I will also to like be shamed into it. Yes. 100%. Like if I watch you fold your pants when you take them off, I'm going to be like, oh God, I need to start folding my pants when I take them off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I also like have that in me of like, oh, I have to not be the garbage person in this, (laughs) like this pairing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. (laughs) But like Matt and I just got so out of control that like, the house i hate every part of being in this house all of the time now yeah it's just i hate it yeah it's not what it used to be and it's ugh. <laughs> it's the worst because we used to be like on it and then just we were not <laughs> scooted down the priority list for very good reasons way down yeah but yeah well what do you think makes you hard to live with? Hmm. Probably my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I. Hmm. Outside of like cleanliness and tidiness, I feel like I'm pretty chill. I don't care what people, like, I don't know. Hmm. Do you have an answer? I feel like the the first thing that comes to mind is, like, yeah, I think for the most part, like, you are really chill and laid back, which is, like, a nice, like, kind of similar where it's, like, yeah, you give people your space, you roll with, like, whatever. But I think uh, sometimes when it comes to being, like, well, no, maybe I'm rethinking this. I think... when it comes to be like hey where should we get takeout from tonight like and you're just being like i don't care like whatever like that and you genuinely are that way like you're not doing that thing of being like i have my answer and i'm like oh no i'm not no i'm not like you genuinely don't care and sometimes it's so annoying because i'm like i have to decide again are you freaking (laughs) kidding me um 
<laughs> I mean, I feel like I have to make so many other decisions in my life. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fair. But when we're both like that. <laughs> yeah. That's why, like. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> now I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I mean, in terms of what we're going to eat, I would love to be in a relationship where I never have to be the decision maker ever again. Yeah, I think that's possible for you. Me too. Yeah, I know. And I'm really looking forward to that possibility. <laughs> if I could take food decisions off the table, perfect. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I think... I mean, I can be very indecisive. Yeah. Not, it's not even indecision. It's like, just, I genuinely don't have an opinion. So it's not yeah. like, oh, like, Mexican sounds good, but maybe I want pasta. Like, it's not that. It's like truly put something in front of me yeah i will find a way to enjoy it well it just always makes me appreciate the days where you like text me and you're like i want a garbage cheeseburger and i'm coming over when i have a specific craving i will voice it yeah it's not like i'll keep it to myself no that's true (laughs) well no i mean like i think i don't know we all are i think what like makes people hard to live with is probably like varies depending on who's living yeah, with them it depends on the other person too yeah because it's everyone has like their own triggers but i mean i feel like at the end of the day i'll speak for both of us and be like we're both kind conscientious people who are not yeah. trying to be assholes right so it's kind of like yeah you're just gonna trigger different people's like annoyances right yeah because i can think of more traits that i wouldn't want to live with uh-huh than what my own shit is which is probably normal but like i couldn't live with someone who like wants to talk all the time or wants to like just i don't like Uh (laughs) i would need someone of an equal like temperament of like we can be in the same room and not talk Mm -hmm. and it's okay it doesn't mean we're fighting just means we're mutually existing yep quietly yep I mean, <laughs> I think you saw from my parents' car ride at Christmas, that's mm. very much what I grew up with and where I'm just like, yeah. Like a comfortable silence or like, yep. I'm also like, I want to have like engaging conversations and, you know, discuss things that are interesting or whatever, but like, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Living with people is weird. And I haven't had like a true, true roommate outside of a relationship. And I mean, James was the last one. Yeah. And he lived with Matt and I for like six months. But I have lived with just Matt since I was 19. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I don't have a lot of like roommate experience. I have one person to reference. I was so nervous when I went out to Montana to live with my friends for a bit because I was like I haven't lived with someone else in Mm -hmm. years and I'm now dealing with like a family unit not just like one person Mm, yeah but I think one of the reasons besides the fact that like my you know they are like family to me in general but like when I went out there is like Candace and I had like the same rhythms like we don't like clutter on Mm. the counter we don't like clutter in general and so it just felt very nice. And I was like, oh, this wasn't a stress at all. And I didn't feel like I was like, I think one of the things I worry about with people, and I remember this with like roommates, is feeling like I didn't want to feel like I was in the way or I was like very, yeah, yeah, very conscious of that. And like, because I think one of my biggest, or not biggest, yeah, probably one of my biggest anxieties is like, I don't want to be annoying. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel that all the time. And I don't want to be that person who's unaware that they're annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, think that's why we are very, like, some, like we're very aware. <laughs> so when someone annoying approaches us, we're both uh-huh. like, oh, God. <laughs> Do they not know how obnoxious they are? <laughs> or, or I automatically, and I'm just like, oh, you're a horrible human because you're aware <laughs> Like, yes. <laughs> you're mm. shitty. <laughs> <laughs> 
or yeah you're just obnoxious like like why are you so loud and so maybe this why is the answer so- to what's hard about living with me i'm judgmental as fuck <laughs> yeah that's probably what it is for both of us we have strong opinions even if we don't voice them even if, yeah yeah we you may not them know and them look at each other across the table and think them to each other mm. sometimes <laughs> just across the back seat of an uber <laughs> We've had so many opportunities to judge people in the back of cars. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. What a time. God, we sound great. We sound <laughs> like people should want to live with us. They definitely. absolutely should. They should want every movement judged and categorized. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's weird, though, too. Like, in a relationship, the things you let go are way different than a friendship or a roommate. Yeah. And like also living with your friends as roommates feels like a very bad idea to me. Uh-huh. Cause then you do not like each other yeah. for very stupid reasons. That's what I felt like in college where like the four of us lived together for two years because it like worked. Yeah. And I made all of, I made a lot of other friends, like some that I was like just as close with as two of my roommates, Mm -hmm. but I was always, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. The four of us stayed together for two years and then me and Yamima moved into a two man together. And then my senior year I was an RA. And so I was by myself and I avoided living with any of my other friends because I was like, I don't want to taint our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> like, because there are those little things where it's like, maybe it would have been fine with some of them. Or then you have the weird, like, finance conversations, yeah. too, of, like, that makes – I don't know of anything that makes me more uncomfortable than talking about money. <laughs> and, like, that uh-uh. – uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like – I would just pay the utilities instead of asking you to pay your portion of the utilities. That tracks. <laughs> I would just like, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> See, we differ on that because I would just be like, money is facts. So like, you can't argue with this. This is how we're splitting this. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really not good at that. <laughs> I know. (laughs) Anyways, that's our time. (laughs) Mm, Don't you feel like you know us so much better? So much better. Mm. Well, thank you for making two kinds of banana breads. I'm glad one of them is acceptable. It's very delicious. (laughs) Take more. (laughs) I'm going to feed all the chocolate to my kid. She will love that. Mm -hmm. She's a dentist appointment in the morning. I'm (laughs) definitely going to pack this in before we walk in really really shine as a mom um yeah happy national banana bread day everyone we hope that you're all inspired to make a banana bread and like put some raspberries in it that's the raspberry is a good move my takeaway from this and maybe i don't love white chocolate but i can see the appeal of white chocolate in mm-hmm. this yeah that's all yeah good talk everyone (laughs) we really hammered out a lot of weird things today it was great (laughs) so great all right well until next time (laughs) Bye. bye